What up, guys? Your boy Quake back with a brand new episode of the Diverse Mentality Podcast, number one hundred and fifty-one. One fifty-one. It's your boy Vito. When these numbers keep going up, and I love it. One fifty was Kid Kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. that so, if you haven't seen that Kid Kid, if you want to check that shit out, because it's fucking beautiful. Yeah, we um we dropped the interview roughly almost three hours long. I dropped the bonus clips on uh, Patreon, the one where he talks about Young Dolph. And then he talks a little bit about 50 Cent, about the snowball story. Yeah. And then we just talk like fans about music that he has. That's dope. Uh, that's on Patreon. Also on Patreon, the PlayStation 5, the guy didn't claim it. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. That's the second time this PlayStation 5 has not, not been claimed, which is crazy. The fact that we called that, I called that. I said, watch, this one's not going to get claimed. And They were not the chosen ones. So somebody is just... I just don't know how you miss... like. Do you not? This guy is a supporter on Patreon, so like, wow, yeah, these are all Patreon people. Yeah, yeah. So you would think these people pay attention, but I guess I don't know. Yeah, maybe he's on vacation. Forgot to check yeah. the DMs. <laughs> Wrong time to check <laughs> the DMs. Should or maybe he didn't get any message? notifications, or I don't know, man. I sent sent the message. The people that yeah, won the me, yeah. the people that won the money, they claimed it. Hundred percent. So it's like I don't know what else, what else I don't know what else to do or what to say. So. Uh, we'll figure out by next episode. I'll <laughs> I'll announce what I'm gonna do, or we'll okay. figure out what we're gonna do with this PS5. Um, I might just do a rich gang slash stun island. I might tier. just keep it <laughs> at this point. I might just do a rich gang stun island too. Yeah, no, we definitely gonna do something. We'll figure Maybe it out. So. Coming soon. Stay alive. But I'm just yeah. I want to get rid of this thing already because it's been chilling here for a while. Uh, but yeah, if you guys enjoyed the Kid Kid interview, thank you so much for the support. Yes. Um, Speaking of interviews, well, I'll talk about this later. I think the best time to talk about it is a little bit Wait later. Wait a minute. I think my flow came with a tag. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Um, let's get into the news. Uh, one thing that I noticed is some people get upset that we kind of get off topic. I saw one comment. The guy was like, why are you guys talking about different? Like, it's a podcast. <laughs> I don't yeah. understand why people say that. That Yeah, I just wanted to talk about that. If we get off topic, it's a podcast. We're having a conversation. It's not supposed to be straight. It's diverse mentality. I want to let you, I want to make that clear. The goal of this podcast is obviously to start as hip-hop, mainly hip-hop, but we'll have guests that we just like. It has nothing to do with hip-hop. Yeah. Like, I wanted to talk to a doctor recently that I, uh, I've been seeing on social media. That's dope. Bring him here or whatever. Whoever we want to talk to, we just want to talk to. It's not even about... It shouldn't be just strictly hip-hop 24-7 because you can learn about different things, different conversations. It's better, you know? Um but yeah, I just want to make that clear. This is diverse mentality, not diverse hip hop. Diverse hip hop was an old yeah, that brand that I had. <laughs> yeah, I started that in 2009. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, let's get into it. News, hip hop. Uh, I didn't know what kind of articles to bring back because we did miss one. We didn't miss the episode, but we replaced it with the Kid Kid interview. So mm -hmm. there's a lot of articles that kind of uh, we've gone over and kind of skipped over, but um, mainly talking about the main ones and more recent ones. So. 22 G's, Brooklyn drill rapper. He's been arrested and charged with second-degree attempted murder. Yikes. These drill rappers are no joke. They've turned into the new sh uh, Chicago. Yeah, uh, man. Brooklyn's starting to get... It's like they're turning into murderers. Yeah. I mean, most of these rappers Jeez. are honestly insane, man. Um, these rappers are actually living it, living it now. Like, it's not even a joke anymore at this point. <laughs> I think, like... Because, you know, like, back in the 50 days, like, gangsta shit, like, you know... Um, they stopped it. <laughs> True, but in this time, it's just gotten... Well, I, I guess it's a little bit of... Because, you know, it's more cameras. You know, more shit gets put out there, but... Social media, yeah. Yeah. 
but I feel like the killing part has gotten way more serious. Like they they do it like it. It's like no. I mean, when you read effort, old, like, when you, you read know, old die, like, uh, beef articles and videos and books, they did a lot of killing. No, no, true. Of it course, just wasn't public. Like like now you can you you see it. But I feel like nowadays the rappers are the ones that are getting caught up in it. Not the people around. Correct. Yeah, that's true. Usually it's yeah, the people it's around good. and the rappers are good. You know, mm-hmm. like Jay-Z, he's good. You know, Nas was good. He didn't do anything. You know, the people around him are doing shit. 50, good. Uh, ja Rule wasn't doing anything, but Supreme was doing stuff. So, like, it's the people around that were doing things. Now it's like the actual rappers are getting locked yeah, up yeah. and doing it. You're so, right. I don't know. It's it's weird. Uh, let's go over an article and see what this is about. Uh, 22 G's was arrested this week and charged with second degree murder. According to the New York city department of corrections website, the Brooklyn drill rapper was taken into custody after landing at John F. Kennedy airport on Sunday, June 12th and bond has been set at $500,000 as reported by the New York post 22 G's real name, Jeffrey Alexander faces charges from a March shooting inside a Marine park. Brooklyn Party Hall, where a 31-year-old man suffered a gunshot wound to his left foot. The victim provided a description of the suspect to NYPD officers before being transported to Brookdale University Hospital for treatment. Police said 22Gs was also charged with second-degree assault, two counts of second-degree criminal possession of a weapon, and first-degree reckless endangerment. He was arraigned in Brooklyn Supreme Court on Monday night, June 13th, and is expected to post bond with the help of a bondsman. Uh, 22 G's has had numerous run-ins with the laws over the years. In 2017, he was accused of killing a man during a fight over a parking spot in Miami Beach. Prosecutors later dropped charges, although he served several months in jail before being released. Just a year later, he was charged with criminal possession of a weapon, criminal possession of marijuana, and criminal trespassing after, after he was found with a taser and large quantity of weed in the Brooklyn basement. How can you be given bond for those type of charges? That's what crazy. What charges? Like murder charge? Uh, this isn't s- attempted murder. But still, like, you know. Yeah. It's not like 100%. Like, yeah, you did it. But That's, I mean, wouldn't that, mean, wouldn't that give you bond? Because they don't know 100% if you did it. Yeah, you're right. But still, like, you're. No, actually, you're right, man. Yeah, you're, yeah you should be given bond. Yeah, if, if you're I just not, feel like if, if you're charged with murder, like there should be no freaking bond. Like get the fuck out. No, of here. what I hate, you know, like just insane. Dude. Yeah, what I hate is people that violate the law previously and they do the exact same thing and they still get bond. I saw this with uh yeah, like shit like you that, know man. grown men who like you know kids. Those those people that get charged with those. Uh, we saw I was watching a video on YouTube and the guy, the guy's like fourth time getting arrested. Like how do you let this guy out? Three times for repeating the same thing about kids, doing right. things with kids. One time he did it, second time, third time, fourth time. That's like, insane. why is this guy getting out? Yeah, like, at this that, point, that makes no sense. give him 30 years, 40 years, and you're done. You know, like, at this point. You like, can't, obviously, he's doing the same shit. He's not learning his lesson. Yeah. So, you know, if it happened one time. That's what he, I don't understand, how they get in bond. That. Makes no sense. Yeah, that I can, I can understand. But if it's your first time or it's nothing serious, um, you should get bond, obviously. But he's, his previous charges were one where they, they thought he killed somebody. They thought, but they got it wrong. They dropped the charges. So that was never, you know. That what, really what, if, what if he was trying to kill that person, got charged, and then got bond when he got out because of bond? He actually killed the person. See, now you just, 
You just I mean, let no, go of a person that was trying to kill a person. Yeah, but you 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 can't you know you can't blame that on anybody. That's just like. Well, I mean, if you have some, what's the what's the 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 law is innocent until proven guilty. So correct. You know, even if he did something, if there's no valid proof that he did it, you know, if there's not like solid evidence, then you should get bond. You know, that's fair. I think. Yeah. No. I've, yeah, and then before he got charged with criminal possession of a weapon, criminal possession of marijuana. These are like nothing. Yeah, major. no, th- those type of things for sure, man. Found yeah, with a taser, can... large quantity of weed. Who cares? That's like you get bonded um, immediately. You should get bonded for that. Um, yeah, but second degree assault, two counts of second degree criminal possession weapon. Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, I'm just these rappers, man. It just seems like every week there's a yeah, new rapper they... getting caught up. Sad. Um, people losing lives. I've actually I was going over an article where musicians end up dying a lot earlier than average people in life. Oh yeah, so, you, were, you mentioned that to me. What what, what, what was the? Uh, they're just showing like statistics of like musicians versus regular people, whether even celebrities in general, like sports celebrities or musicians, were just dying a lot earlier because of multiple things. And you know, once you deep dive into it, it gets really like Illuminati esque. I know I don't want to be conspiracy theory, but a lot of this shit makes sense. That's you connect the dots. Yeah, a lot of these labels have interest in artists dying have very good interest because let's just say for example michael jackson when he died was michael jackson at that point in his career in 2009 worth more alive or dead dead because michael jackson couldn't generate the same peak as he once had until he died you think that has part of to do why a lot of people are going more independent because they know that gets signed with the label you get this type of situation. Like, yeah, but nowadays we have social media. We can kind of control. Most artists can control their own like fan base. Which is good, I think. Yeah, uh, definitely. I don't, less labels involved, the better, I think. I don't. Right. Labels shouldn't exist anymore. They're basically a middleman, honestly. That's all they are right now. They don't do anything for the artists. Nah, I mean, they, 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 they what, do, they what do, do they do? They do throw money at the artists where they can put him here, promote his music, okay. go, play, go play the radio station, $30,000. That shouldn't be a label. Play. That should just be an investor, honestly. Honestly, just an, one individual person that wants to invest in the artist. I don't know signing to but a label that, as a, as a that machine. Actually, that's like that's what the label. is. But that's They're a machine. That's a, that's that's a machine with like, you know, I don't know. It's I just, just the I contracts. I think the way that they put these contracts for these artists is incorrect. I mean, they labels need are, think about label. You got to look at the label's point of view that they're investing money into somebody, so they got to try to figure out any way they can get money out of this person, which is yeah. Just, I think labels in general shouldn't exist, though. I don't know. I just, I think most artists now can control their own thing, build up their own brand. You can be a big super celebrity, man, without a label. You can really do that. Um, look at Jake Paul. He's a YouTuber right now. He's, he just got mentioned on Jimmy Kimmel and Mike Tyson. Like, yeah, he's a giant. He started as a Vine creator. Oh, he's like, a perfect example. Yeah, you have you have people that skyrocket to like levels of success that you just got to be, you know, special like that and be consistent. And, you know, and you don't need labels. Labels, you know, I don't know. Just, I don't think you need them. Especially with all the bullshit deals they got with people and put them in slave contracts. And uh, it's not worth it. Obi Trice, real name, no gimmick. Yeah. Two trailer park girls go round me outside. Round me outside. That's autumn. Every time I see Obi Trice's name, I think of Obi Trice, real name, no gimmick. And it starts out. That song is hilarious. What made you do that? Round me outside. Because with that, that's how the game starts. Guess who's the, back? The song starts. My bad, not the game. I missed that song. Yeah, uh, Obi Trice. He's been arrested in Michigan. 
Uh, let's go over the article. Uh, for, former Shady Records artist Obi Trice was reportedly arrested and booked in Oakland County Jail on Thursday, June 16th. According to the Detroit News, the 44-year-old rapper was arraigned in the 48th District Court in Bloomfield Hills on charge of using a telephone to harass or threaten someone. Uh, the misdemeanor charge is punishable by a $1,000 fine, six months in jail, or both. He's currently being held on a $10,000 bond. So in 2019, he was arrested a while ago after a neighbor heard what sounded like an argument from his home and called the police. When officers arrived on the scene, they spoke to the M&M affiliate and a woman living in the house. They said the woman's 18-year-old son jumped in the middle of the argument, a gun went off, and the son was shot in the groin area. Team then drove themselves to the local hospital. So, uh, yeah, man. Hopefully, Obi Trice figures out the situation. And uh, I would love to have him on the podcast. I think he's he's got some dope stories to tell. Well, I'm sure he does. From outside. Yeah. Um, Obi Trice. I remember him saying that uh, the only reason he wasn't super big is because Fifty Cent pretty much took over the whole thing, and he became like the second biggest artist after that. Wow, that's a good way to. I mean, yeah, when you look at it, yeah. that, that big of a powerhouse, it's like Drake, you know, coming in and just yeah, wiping out the whole... Yeah, he wiped out. He yeah, Nicki Minaj was the one that made it out alive, and Tyga a little bit, but Drake was the one that kind of just... No, nah, when Drake came... Like, yeah, it just sucked out the whole thing. These guys just got like, all right, man, you guys are... No, nah, I mean, Nicki was me outside. huge. Nicki Minaj was huge. Don't, 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 no, no, don't no, I'm not saying Nicki, yeah, Nicki Minaj. Yeah, Nicki but, Minaj. But so basically, that's, that's how you should look at it. Like, uh, 50s Drake, and then Obi tries Nicki Minaj. But Nicki Minaj did more than Obi tried. I'm just... My point is, that's how it is. Like, and labels, if there's an artist that blows up, usually the, the funding goes to them majority of the time. Yeah, they, you know, so. They take away attention. And then there are some artists that never really blew up on Shady Records. You got Bobby Creekwater. Cash has had like one, two verses after yes. that. Uh, Ricochet. <laughs> Live of Wicked Way. Which I saw him on a, like a reality. Do you uh, rap that way? Yeah, TV show is hilarious. Rap on before gangs. But it's hard to have every artist blow up. So, um, you know, it's not nothing easy that you can do. That's, you know, takes For time, sure, yeah. takes funding. You know, Berman talks about it a lot. Hey, at least you got shit. Man, you might not blow it up, but at least you got, you know, some music to go with Eminem 50 there. Like, yeah, not, yeah, not like, many people can say that. Not, life. Not, not, <laughs> a lot of people can say that, man. And it was some good ass shit. Yeah. So, she I mean, go, and his yeah. verse, you ain't gonna lie, man. His verse went hard. You talking about Cash's? Yeah, Cash. Oh, I don't know. Do I, don't, you rap this way? I don't know his music at all. I, I have no idea. All I know is, do you rap this way? That, yeah, that's the only Forever verse. Forever before the game. You don't know. That's the only verse I know. Forever ride with the thing. That dude got put on a track with Eminem 50 and Banks. Like, yeah. That's like a, yeah, to have that is just lucky as hell, man. So. There's a squirrel. Shout out to Cash. Just might have to bring him on here and see if he has got any stories to Cash, wicked oh, sure way, wicked way. I'll be like, what a wicked way. <laughs> that's the only verse we know for Are you Forever Gangster? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a ride with the thing. With the chamber. I'm uh, come with guns in here. What's up, dog? Nah, fifty. When we do interview, I bulletproof vest. Oh, I, I already thought of that. If fifty comes out, I'm, I'm ordering a bulletproof vest, a bandana 100%. on my head, For real, and I'm bringing a bunch of CDs and shit to sign. The red gun. Getting away from we me. We have the guns on the table, and I'm bringing a GU Nash shirt just for the fuck of it. Nah, <laughs> nah I'll do that when game comes over. A GU Nash shirt. Yeah, just for, for the fuck of it. Why not? We just we just have fun, man. Yeah, we just having fun. Yeah, we don't we don't. We don't for banks, for banks, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy a Snorlax, uh, Pokemon. Oh God! <laughs> You'll be like, I'm out of here. Yeah, <laughs> nah, I'll be fucked up. I'm just gonna say, like, good thing my flow came with a tag. They're running off of my swag. Shug Knight. Yeah. Uh, prosecutors want 81 million for the family of the man he killed in 2015. 
eighty-one million. That family wants from him. Yeah, the the guy that died from Suge Knight. That's a lot of money. Eighty-one million dollars. Let's go over article. Uh, Suge Knight is currently serving a twenty-eight year prison sentence for the twenty fifteen killing of Terry Carter Jr. on Tuesday, June fourteenth. A lawyer representing Carter's family told a Los Angeles courtroom they should be paid eighty one million for his wrongful death. According to Rolling Stone, it was the first time it was the first time attorney Lance Beringringer put a dollar amount on the Carter family's loss during the nearly month long wrongful death civil trial. The trial reached its closing arguments a week after Suge Knight reportedly testified by video. The 57-year-old former CEO of Death Row Records pleaded no contest to the voluntary manslaughter of Carter in 2018. Barry Ringer reminded the court of the day Knight showed up to the set of Straight Outta Compton in an attempt to cool tensions after Knight was turned away from the production base camp. Dying on the concrete floor alone at Tam's Burgers was not a natural death, he said, motioning, uh, motioning toward Carter's widow and his two daughters. He was taken from these three women. Uh, Bringer maintained each woman should receive a million dollars for each of the 27 years Terry Carter likely would have had, would have lived had Knight not crushed him with his truck, he added. Nobody's comfortable talking about money, but that's what we have to do. Knight's defense attorney, David Kenner, noted his client considered Carter a friend and was devastated by the fatal incident, calling it a tragic incident and a tragic loss of human life. Kenner then asked jurors to put themselves in the cab of Knight's truck during the 30 seconds in which Bone allegedly attacked him twice. Imagine somebody punching you, chasing you again, punching you again, pointing a gun at you, threatening to kill you. You said, you have to decide what would you have done then. That's pretty good defense, honestly. Uh, Kenner argued that he isn't challenging the worth of Mr. Carter's life, just who's responsible. With all due apologies to Miss, Miss Carter and the Carter family, I ask that you render a verdict of not liable. I mean, uh, if you look on camera, yeah, he is getting attacked in the video. And he probably just backed out. I don't know if he intentionally wanted to kill him. I don't think I don't think Suge Knight went in there intentionally to try to kill. Maybe Dr. Dre. I don't think I've seen that video. But yeah, if you, there's a video of it. Yeah, really? He's getting attacked, you know. Who's doing it? Suge Knight's attacking him? No, no. The, oh. Suge Knight's getting attacked in the car. Oh. But then the, I think he runs over the guy behind. And that's the guy that gets killed. An accident. Yeah. And he runs him over, gets killed. So, I don't remember. I haven't seen the video in a long time. But I don't think they're going to get 81 million. Suge Knight's not worth 81 million. I don't know where you're going to get 81 million dollars from. Yeah, it's like the state going to pay it. Um, it's like the OJ Simpson case. Uh, you know, he won the first one, but then the what's his uh the guy's name? Not Nicole Simpson, but the guy that died, Ronnie Goldman. Um, you know, his family took him to court on a different level. They won like 30 million, but OJ never still hasn't paid it to this day, not a single penny from it. Right. Um and they can't touch his pension because he gets paid, I think, 11000 a month from the NFL pension. Oh. So they can't touch that because he lives in the state of Florida. You can't touch it in the state of Florida. So that's why he's living in Florida. Damn. And I think Las Vegas is another area. You can't touch the pension at all legally. So that's why he lives in those two areas. So they can never touch his money because if he didn't live, let's say he lived in Georgia or whatever, they would be able to take his money, his pension. Damn. So. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um. I don't think they're ever going to get 81 million, even if they win that. I don't know. I don't, what can you seize from Suge Knight that's worth even close to that? Maybe they can squeeze 100,000 out of him, probably. Uh, I don't know if he has, like, if he owns Death Row in any way or any type of catalog of music or 
who knows, you know, what, 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 uh, income he has, but they'll probably try to seize those. And that's about it. And after that, um, yeah, I, I, he's definitely not worth that much right now. Let me, I'm no just, I'm neither. curious. I'm just going to Google how much Suge Knight worth. How much is Suge? Probably Knight negative. Worth? Yeah. It's, it's more likely negative. Yeah. It says 200,000. How the hell did they even get that? Probably in prison. Network. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure he has some sort of like fucking, you know, um, assets or something. He's probably got a house. Two hundred thousand is not much. Yeah, really, it's not. That's he's pretty much worth as much as I am, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> Roughly, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, let me see. Let me actually look up more. Um. Damn, he was worth at one point seven hundred fifty million dollars. No way! Yeah. Wow, that was nineties. Yep. Damn, that's a lot of money. Fucked up all that. God damn, bro. That's holy shit. That's a lot of money. Yeah, everybody, every, everything right now is saying about half a million, two hundred thousand. Wow. Yeah. I mean, dude, you had Dr. Dre, God, he had Snoop Dogg, yeah, Tupac. Oh. Come on, man. That was the biggest fucking label. That motherfucker was generating hella money. Just stupid. He blew it off because he's... All he wanted to do is keep being gangster, threatening people. And, you know, that's why Dr. Dre left. Snoop Dogg left. Tupac gets killed because of what Suge Knight's doing. It's like, you just ruined your whole... <laughs> I'm sure I, you saw, but did you see that video, that D12 guy? Huh? What's his name? Bizarre? About, yeah, Suge Knight came. That's an old story. That's I've I know, heard that yeah, story probably like, like 10 just, million times. Yeah, it was just kind of funny how he said 50 came. What's, what's up? What you going to do? <laughs> yeah, he didn't give a fuck about no shit. He just night, bro. smoking his life. Yeah. Like, uh, he's scared as shit. Damn, 50 Cent was intimidating as fuck back then. I don't think he give a shit, man. 50's been through it. At this point, he doesn't. Nothing scares him. Especially if you've been through like, getting shot nine times. You experience pretty much everything you can possibly experience. No, no, definitely. Yeah. Anything that scares you in life, this guy experienced at a young age. Losing your mother, never knowing your father. Getting shot nine times, nearly experienced to death. Everything that's scary in life for most people, he's experienced mm. already. So you're not going to get scared of some guy who's smoking a cigar, who has this history of shit. He doesn't give a fuck. You know? Sure. Other people, like, you know, regular people like us, you know, be like, oh, shit, shook night, you know. I'm. Shit, Eminem had to pull up and both vest. He was like, shit, I'm scared, but I'm about to pull up. Now, Eminem was kind of gangster, too. He had his moments. Oh, hell yeah, Eminem. Check it, Slim Shady. He'll grab knives and all kinds of ski masks. Oh, we're gonna be talking about Drake, Eminem, a bunch of shit later in this. Uh, I can't wait. Uh, Nipsey Hussle murder trial finally began. Finally, this trial is set to. Um, for this. It's set to take one month to finish. Wow. Uh, it started. This is the crazy thing. It started with the prosecutors, um, and the defendants. The defendant being Eric Holder, his team. Debating on if it was premeditated or not. Mm -hmm. You know, did he plan this or was it just, he was mad at the moment and then decided to kill him? What do you think? I think he planned it because here's why. Here's why. And by the way, they revealed in court that Nipsey never called him a snitch. That was false. That never happened. He never disrespected that guy. This is what happened. So the night, the day that Nipsey goes there, goes chills, talking with his homies. This guy, Eric Holder, mm-hmm. comes up to him, talks to him, and says, hey, have you checked out my music yet? Right. 
uh, they didn't know what Nipsey said. I think he's like, yeah. Nipsey was like, basically, Nipsey, what Nip, Nipsey ended up saying was, hey, what's up, homies? Nice talking to you, but you have paperwork on you, which that paperwork is allegedly a snitch. He didn't call him a snitch. He just said, you have paperwork on you. Make sure you take care of that because, you know, it can get crazy out here. He basically looked out for him. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He just said you like, have paperwork on you, so be careful. He's like, make sure you get that fixed before you're moving around here because people don't like snitches. You get snitches get killed. So he took it the wrong way. Apparently, the guy, one of the guys that was there, cowboy, who's Nipsey's homie, he testified up there on court. Right. He said, Eric Eric Holder looked very high. He looked like he was on something. He looked paranoid. So. You mix drugs with somebody saying something that could potentially be taken as disrespectful, it's going to end in a bad way. So he says when he got there, Eric Holder, when he got there, Nipsey said that, take care of your paperwork. The cowboy guy said, then Eric went in in one of the places to get food, Mm -hmm. came back out and left. When he went in the car, went to go get two guns, came back, and that's when he let Nipsey have it. Nipsey was still alive. He said, you got me. And then, Damn, that's crazy. And then, yeah, Eric Holder kicks him in the head, shoots him a couple more times, and then leaves. Gets in the car, drives off. The cowboy guy gets out. He's like, wow. You know, he's like, there's multiple rooms when I heard these shots. I ran out. By the time I got out, Nipsey was on the ground breathing very heavily. He took, he said, I took my shirt off. I covered the wounds of him bleeding. He was bleeding very heavily, but he was still alive. The crazy thing is where the bullets hit Nipsey, had he been alive, he would have never been able to walk again. So had Nipsey been alive, walk would have been finished. It would have been done. Wow. He wouldn't have been the same person ever again on that situation. And they say something about potentially his vocals could have gotten messed up, but I don't think he I don't think that was uh, where's the spots he got hit like in this? Uh, I think spinal, like you know, spinal, I mean, it's gonna through. hit you multiple. You, you know, he got well, shot. Like, I think he got shot eight times or something like that. Damn. Yeah, he got shot six times. I think six or eight times. Um, I mean, clearly this guy hated him for sure. Oh yeah, because yeah. he said, "Check out my music," and he ignored basically Nipsey. Essentially ignored that. I was like, "Make sure you get your paperwork," you know, before you know. What a fucking asshole. Man. Yeah, just a just a loser. Uh, somebody who didn't Fuck ever succeed in life. Um, Getting mad, and he knew him. That's why he got close to him, because he knew who he was. He's been around him before. He's been around the neighborhood. That's why he even got close to him, because usually, you know, people from the street, they can't get close that close to Nipsey. Um, but he knew him. He's been knowing him for a while. So um, let me go over the article. Uh, yeah. During the hearing, Deputy District Attorney John McKinney alleged Holder gunned down Nipsey in Crenshaw parking lot, walked over his bullet-riddled body, and kicked him in the head. McKinney then told the jurors, Holder said to Nipsey, you're through. To which Nips replied, you got me. He later revealed a bullet had actually transcended Nipsey's spine, meaning even if he had survived, he would have been paralyzed for the rest of his life. So yeah, it would have been a whole, you know, you're living life completely different at that point. Yeah. I don't think he'll be able to perform like that like he once. No, no. Yeah. No way. Um, so... You know, according to Los Angeles Times, L.A. County Deputy Public Defender Aaron Jansen admitted, yes, his client had killed Nip, but argued it was a crime of passion rather than premeditated murder. McKinley also told juries to expect much of the case to center on gang culture and the issues of snitching and respect. As he noted in 2019, apparently the conversation had something to do with hustle, 
telling Mr. Holder that word on the street was that Mr. Holder was snitching. Respect is everything. Reputation is everything. He said it's different play on respect that you're than you're used to. It's kind of a perverse definition of respect. A lot of blood has been shed, not only in the gang, but in gangs across the country over this concept of respect. Um, they interviewed Nipsey's brother, Black Sam. He actually spoke. Black Sam hasn't spoken in a while. Three so years. they interviewed him. So <clears throat> let's let's play that. It's very sad, man. Black Sam, you can't even, he still cries when I ask him about him. So uh, we'll play the clip. Um, let me see. I hate these YouTubers reposting like. Yeah, because he got, he got killed over oh, some stupid shit. Yeah. Like, literally stupid shit. Yep. Like it's pointless. Like You just took a man's life for some stupid shit. Yep. It's literally that small and stupid. Hold up. Let me connect it. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, this guy's just... It, Boozy was right. Boozy called it before we even heard this on trial or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boozy was like, the guy was jealous. Kicking somebody right. in the head, that shows you're, je- you're yeah. pissed. You hated this guy. You just hated him. You don't... After... If, if Boozy was right. Boozy was like, listen, if he just didn't like the guy, or it was just some some moment of getting... He would have shot him twice and ran off. Correct. You're done. This guy purposely shot twice, left, checked nobody else was shooting back at him, Came back, shot two more times, left, saw nobody else was shooting, still wasn't shooting back at him, came back again, shot him two more times, and then kicked him in the head and said, you're through. Like, what the fuck, dude? That's, that's, you hate, you hated the guy's guts at that point. That's the only way to explain it. Um, That's crazy. Yeah, I'm going to play the news article right now of uh, this clip. Holder is underway this week. He's the man accused of gunning down rap icon and entrepreneur Nipsey Hussle in 2019. Just a few days ago, our Pat Harvey sat down with Nipsey's brother, Sam. He talked about how the family is keeping his brother's dream alive. You got to figure out how to just keep pushing forward. The resemblance is uncanny. The late rap entrepreneur Nipsey Hussle on the wall and his older brother Samuel Eskadam in person. Sam and I met recently, more than three years after I interviewed Nipsey, to reflect on the past and the road ahead. Did you know at the time, Samuel, just what an impact that your brother had on people? We knew the impact, but we didn't know how wide it was. Murals of Nipsey have become a staple of Los Angeles. This one in Canoga Park, the backdrop for tomorrow's anticipated red carpet arrivals for a momentous occasion. The grand opening for the Marathon Collective was a licensed marijuana shop. Just being able to open a legitimate shop, um, being able to see it through is, is, is good for the whole family. Nipsey born Ermias Eskadam was a self-described marijuana connoisseur. Growing pot and selling it funded recording endeavors that ultimately led to platinum records and Grammy awards. But those early pot deals also led to a lot of trouble. Marijuana, a lot of times people were going to jail. Um, so once it started legitimizing, you know, it was a goal. We got to get into this legitimately. Before that could happen, just six weeks after our 2019 interview, Nipsey was gunned down in front of his clothing store at Crenshaw and Slauson. Among the people most deeply affected, his business partner, confidant, and big brother, Sam. How close were you? Very close. Excuse me. Sure. I can tell that you miss him a lot. A lot of, lot of memories. 
Um, Samuel, the trial of Eric Holder is underway. Are you, do you have any thoughts you want to share about that? We don't really tap too much into that. The family has decided to stay away from the courtroom as Nipsey's murder is laid bare in graphic detail. I will say I got a lawyer just coming, kind of sending me the feedback so I can stay, stay on, on top of what's happening day to day. And my mother, my grandmother, you know, will ask me questions or whatever, so I'll give them the feedback. How is your family doing? Family good, thank God. Uh, my niece getting big, my nephew's getting big, you know, their mother's doing good, so thank God, man. Tell me about the biggest challenges of the last several years. Missing bro, but just understanding that uh, you gotta just keep, keep kind of moving forward for the family, for his kids, and, um, just really it's just step by step, day by day. As for finally being able to open the Marathon Collective. We looked at it like the alcohol during Prohibition. It'll be something that the kids can look up to when they get older and know that this is something that their parents, um, you know, worked hard and established. This is something that Hustle wanted, that we wanted, and uh, I'm just happy to be able to open it up. Check me out. Yeah. And they're, they're so alike. His brother? Yeah, yeah, they look. Like, it's reminding me, like, I'm actually watching Nipsey Hustle, it feels like. Yeah. It's I mean, his brother's pretty low-key, doesn't talk too much, so I'm surprised he did the interview. Too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they're not really paying attention to trial. I guess he's getting updates from the lawyer. But, um, yeah, hopefully they 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 don't, they don't decide that it's premeditated because if it is, he's going to get life, I think, or he's going to get he's gonna get his time. Some of, some of his time is going to get fixed because if, if they decide that it was premeditated, or no, no, if they decide that it wasn't premeditated, that it was like a heat of moment, they can reduce the charges by a lot. Because it's like, oh, you got mad and you just, it just happened. Yeah, yeah. But when it's premeditated, you plan it, Yeah. No, it's way, you can get life in prison easily. Of course. That. So, which I think it's, you know, the, the reason why it's premeditated is because he left. You know, he got food, left, got the guns, then came back. If he had the guns there and killed them immediately right there on the spot after he said that, then it could have been a heat of moment. Then you could argue that easily. But the yeah. fact that he he talked to Nipsey, got food, left, got the guns, came back, that's premeditated. At that point, you're planning. You're like, okay, I'm mad at this. I'm going to go get the guns, and I'm going to go kill him. So e even the the part we said about is music, check it out. That was all the same day, everything? Yeah, yeah. Everything was the same day. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's why I don't think it was planned, then. Why don't you think it was planned? Because, like, he, he got mad at that moment right there. But you leave, you're leaving, and you're going to get guns, and you're coming. That's planning. Well, you didn't have your gun with you, so otherwise you would have done it at the moment if you had your gun right on the spot. No, but the argument could be, I mean, that could be an argument. Yeah, you could have your gun there, you could have got mad. And, no. Yeah, and just popped him off right there. But, but instead but, of... No, right, you didn't have your gun. You but the fact that music, you... Went but back. here's the thing. He left, planned it in his head like, hey, I'm mad, so I'm going to go grab a guns, and I'm going to go kill this guy. That's the difference. I think mm -hmm. if, if, if he had the guns on him at that moment, which a lot of street guys do, and then they argued, and then he got mad immediately at that moment and just killed him. But maybe that's, that, that's what I'm did. saying. He probably would have done that, but if he was strapped, that, 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 he was just not strapped. No, no, he had See, guns. He could have he easily been strapped going up there if he really wanted to. If he would have done it in the moment, he would immediately want to kill him. I think that conversation, you know, it did get him mad, and he, it was a heat. It was like, but you leaving and coming back, that can be premeditated. At the end of the day, fuck this motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Straight up. Man. I didn't give him, on my documentary, I didn't give him no shine at all. I don't give a fuck about yeah, this guy. And it's, uh, man, I don't blame him that they don't want to be in that courtroom. Oh, dude, yeah. Seeing that motherfucker, like. He looks like a piece of shit, man. Yeah. You can just tell. He's like a, 
He's a person that never made it in life and just hates other people for making it. That's all it is. He was mad that Nipsey was getting all this love. That's all it is. That's all it is. He's getting music. His music's popping off. He dropped his album, all this shit. Man, I wish people like that would not exist. I mean, yeah. It's, uh, Nipsey, that's, honestly, that's man. That's the worst um, part of Yeah, Nipsey like should have just, I don't know why. He, I think he was too comfortable around there, man. He should have had security. He should have had people around him that. I mean, know. yeah, you could say that, but, like, come on, man. Like. Yeah, I mean, you don't think somebody's going to kill yeah, you for like, helping for people. Fuck, man. All, like, all he's done you know, is help And you're in your neighborhood. Like, this is where, like, fucking homeless man you helped. Like, he's, you know. The people, like here's the thing. You're at your, yeah. yeah. Here's the thing, though. The people that get jealous of you are usually people that grew up with you. It's usually not random people. I've noticed, at least when I started my YouTube channel and stuff, I've noticed people that I've never met in my life support me more than people that I've grown up with. Oh, no, no. I, and I yeah, don't see, I'm like, true. I'm like, dude, you guys know me you're, my whole life, and you guys don't even share this post as nothing. Correct. Other people that I've never met show love like crazy. That's what I mean. It's like the people right. that grow up with you, they get way more jealous. So he has been around Ipsy for a long time. Definitely. That jealousy just kept growing and growing and growing. I'm sure, yeah. I mean, yeah, you kick somebody in the head after you shoot him six times. That's definitely a, a serious like he's, shit. He's, he's basically like Nipsey is, is at home. Basically, he's at home, man. He's going home and he's getting fucking popped. Yeah. Like, the it, fuck it's I saying mean? here, Nipsey was shot 10 times. Oh, wow. So that's a lot. Holy like, shit. Yeah, survived, survived 10 shots. The fact that he was still breathing after 10. So that means like... Basically, you said he came back three times? Yeah. means he shot. So it means he shot four times, came three, back, shot three times, three. and came back three times. That's a lot, bro. Yeah. How can nobody be around? Like, no straps, nobody coming. The reason why that's the, re ridiculous. the reason why is because all those people were felons, and they didn't, they didn't want to carry guns. That's the thing. All oh, the people around. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, just a bad, bad, yeah. Because there's no way. Yeah. Like, it was just perfect. Like he would just have people, like, no, nobody would, like, yeah. damn, that's just unfortunate. Just bad timing, bro. Yeah, he just, that day he decided to go without security, just like, whatever. Bad just time, didn't think man. of it at all. Son of a bitch. It's yeah. Just that that's how it was written, man. Yep. Just how it was written, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, uh, Rest in peace. He faces man. one count of first-degree murder and two counts of attempted first-degree murder. Because, Shh. let's not forget, he also shot the people next to Nipsey. The guy that was next to Nipsey got shot. Oh. Yeah. He survived, I think, one more person. Yeah, so he's, he's facing two attempted first-degree murders. So, he shot two other people on top of that. So, shot Nipsey ten times. Shot the people next to him. Those people survived, obviously. Yeah, you're not... It's it's Regardless, man. Rarely you're going to survive 10 shots. Let's just say that. I don't know much people that survived 10 bullets. Yeah. That's not that's not something that you can easily get out of. And if you do get out of that, you're not going to be the same person. That's 100%. There's a very high chance that you're fucked. That slim 400 guy got shot, what, how many times? He got shot nine times and made it out. Made it out perfectly fine, but then he got killed, obviously, later. Um, that's but he survived crazy. nine shots, bro. That's piece of his ear was missing. Like he survived, but he, he perfectly fine. Can walk everything. So that's that's rare. Yeah, shot mean, that it just times. wasn't. Yeah, it's just damn. I don't know. That's crazy, man. That's really uh, insane. Yeah, so we're gonna keep our eye on the trial, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll see what 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 happens. Uh, recipes, Nipsey, also. Nas. Nas is dropping. I just want to talk about this because I think it's cool. I think I'm gonna watch it. Obviously, I'm gonna watch it. Uh, I like documentaries like these. Uh, Nas is directing a Supreme Team Showtime documentary. So if you don't know who Supreme Team is, huge, huge Queens Bridge, um, Queens, New York, whatever, uh, for the most part, most New York um, team that, that, that moved heavyweight in the streets from the 80s, mainly 70s and 80s. And uh, 
you know, 50s had the, his issues with Supreme. Yeah. The, the issues with really Supreme is that 50, 50, <clears throat> 50 wanted to roll with Supreme, and he was mad that Supreme was backing Ja Rule and Irv Gotti. And that's really the where the issues came with them. Um, but Bimmy, Bimmy likes 50. He's from Supreme Team. Uh, Black Just was the guy that Bimmy says 50 looked up to and that he got his swag from Black Just. But Black Just ended up dying a long time ago. Um, that's where he got that swag from, he said. He, he got it straight from Black Just because Black Just was the one that raised kind of 50 and was like the street guy that was looking out for him and gave him all the knowledge and swag and all that, that gangster bravado, you know. Bimmy was like, that's where he got it from, Black Just. Nice. But Supreme was the one that 50 had issues with. The reason why is, like I said, Supreme was backing Ja Rule and Irv Gotti. 50 felt Ja Rule and Irv Gotti weren't gangsta. He was like, why the fuck are you backing these, these idiots up when you should be backing me? I'm the real legit thing. And then 50 never listened to Supreme. Every time Supreme would say something, don't do this, don't do that. He said, fuck you, I'm doing it regardless. And then that's where 50 gets shot nine times. Luckily survives. Um, and then shits on Supreme for the rest of his life. And Supreme's locked up right now. But they get, in this documentary, the reason why I, I like this documentary they actually get Supreme to talk. They call the, the jail cell. He talks through the phone. So nice. that's the first time we're hearing of Supreme since a 2006 Vibe magazine. Uh, I think it was a Vibe magazine uh, where he spoke on things. So It's interesting how Nas is going to this. Yeah, because Nas is tied up and all that shit too. Um, oh, that's yeah, what I was, was about to ask time. you earlier. Yeah. yeah, he's tied up in it. He wasn't like heavy in the shit, yeah, but he was yeah, tied yeah. up into a lot of the shit. Um so it makes sense. He had moments where... I'm curious to see if 50 agrees with this or even likes this, but uh, it starts on July 8th. It premieres at the... First premiere at the Tribeca Film Festival Sunday night, June 19th. That's where you can first watch in New York City. But if you're waiting for all of us, like we, how we will, it's a three-part documentary. It'll be available for streaming on Showtime July 8th. So the trailer is out. Check it out. It looks very interesting, so... Got life in prison without parole in 2007. So, yeah. Uh, Jim Jones and Joel Santana. Bowling! Uh, man, what do I got to say about this? I just laughed when I heard this. This is just hilarious, honestly. I, I really, you know, I'm going to play the, the, the Jim Jones clip because it's, Jones. it's fucking funny as hell. Just stop. So, Joel Santana calls out Lloyd Banks to a versus. I respect that. He said, I want banks. I want banks off papers back outside. He, you know, he's going to Memphis Bleak. He's going at him a few times saying, you know, blah, blah, blah. You're scared to battle me. Uh, then Jim Jones doubles down and wants to go against banks. Let's play the Jim Jones clip. I just have to because it's... Why they want banks? That's that's crazy for it. They think they have a chance. That's like, all. Leave banks alone. I think I hope this inspires them to make more music and, you know... I can see the Joel Santana. He's not bad. Okay, well, no, nah, Jim Jones has a better, better, better chance than Joel's. Really? I think so. We fly high balling. That record is. No, no, I'm saying just like in rap, like lyrics and. No, it's a versus stuff. music. Whatever your music is. You Joel know, it's not really Santana's about bars. Some... I don't know. Name me a Joel Santana record. I can barely remember some. Yeah, no, no, I'm having a hard time remembering. Anyways, let's play. Anyways, the clip. yeah. Good thing my flow came. Banks, I smoke Banks head up right now. <laughs> 
So, yeah, man. Um, the funniest part about this is Jim Jones thinking he's relevant still in 2022. <laughs> That's the funniest part about this. Because he says, you know, when's the last time they had a re- record that people were bumping? When's the last time Dipset, Jim Jones, had a record that was bumping? Think about that. I can't, I can't, the last record that Jim Jones balling, that was in 2006, 2007. That was his biggest hit. I can't, okay, name me a record that Jim Jones, I cannot think of one song since then that was hitting that everybody was liking from Jim Jones. I don't know. Now, I can name some Joel Santana. Uh, I like that Chris Brown record. Uh, what's the song called? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. That record from Joel Santana. That was like a 2008, 2009. That was a pretty good record. It did its numbers. Thun in the head. But, no, that ain't. <laughs> he was featuring on that song, I think. Yeah, Jim Jones was all over the place in 2006, 2007 because he had one hit record. Yeah, people yeah. were featuring him on records. And, um, Joel's, though, he has records here and there. But... I laugh because Jim Jones thinks he's like popping in 2022. No, you yeah. really ain't, bro. Um, Banks has even got way more better records. I said this. Like, this, this is what I said. And everybody, everybody, if you have a problem with me saying this, yeah, then you know, well, prove it to me otherwise. Tell him, yeah. Lloyd Banks could go up against the whole Dipset stage. They put put the whole Dipset on stage. Just Banks versus all of them. Like what way though? Verses, songs, hit records, back to back to back to back. Banks could literally yeah. go on that stage and wipe out the whole dip set. It doesn't have to be Jim Jones, one person, Jewels. Bro, you put Cameron, Jewels, Jim Jones together versus Banks. Banks will beat them. That's just the reality of the situation. Hell, if you want, because when's the last time Dipset had a hit record? Anyone in Dipset? It was Joel Santana featured on Lloyd Banks' track. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So. You can banks banks can give them Beamer Benz of Bentley. Be like, yeah. here, just to help you guys out. You guys can take Beamer Benz of Bentley. Be Pretend like, it's Joel Santana's record. You can be like, you can take that. So yeah, Banks would beat him. I don't know what Joel's. I mean, I don't know what Jim Jones talking about. We're not in nostalgic era. Yeah, we're not in nostalgic era. You don't have any hit records out here, Jim Jones. Yeah, what the fuck's he talking about? Yeah, I don't bro. know what the hell is he talking about. He's acting like he's he's been he's popping out here he has records records and records now is he working does he have some songs that are good that are decent yeah 
But hit records, man, we can go to Jim Jones right now. When's the last time this guy even had a, a gold, platinum, anything? Like, you can check, bro. Look, you go to Apple Music, slide with Lobby Boys, Jim Jones, Mano, Fabio, Foreign. I'm going to slide. That, that record? No. Oh. This. What's going on, nigga? So... Yeah. I mean, on Apple, it's the second his second biggest song, which is more of a recent record. I get what he's saying. Yeah, he has more records a little bit. You know, right now he's doing a lot more music, but you're doing with a lot of features. You're relying on a right, lot right. of things too. Um, that that that's why, man. I always, I always just Banks would. Just, no, I think I think would just fucking. I, I think Banks is gonna hear this stuff. I think he's gonna he's gonna remind people again. Uh, the course is inevitable too. He's probably gonna drop more of like club bangers. I would hope that's the route he's taken. And then you can remind people. It's really that simple. Yeah. You know. Um, but yeah, Jim Jones is, I don't know. I don't I don't see Jim Jones as, I really don't see most of Dipset. Dipset's got records here and there, but you compare them to G-Unit, they lost to the Locks. That's no disrespect to the Locks, but Dipset loses to the Locks. Dipset stands no chance against G-Unit. G-Unit commercially, G-Unit as like a group, everything G-Unit beats them in anything. Yeah, because Besides, you could say lyrics... It could be a battle because 50 ain't that lyrical. Yayo is all right lyrically. You can get lyrical if he wants to, but like you could say lyrically, these guys are a little bit better. But other than that, they wipe them and everything else. Yeah, they, they got way more bigger records. Way bigger records. That's not even a dude. Like, you, way more records sold. Let's just say G Unit goes there. Way more worldwide. Let's just say G Unit goes there. What the fuck are they going to play when 50 plays in the club? What records do they have that's even close, that even, even taps into that? Nothing, nothing at all. Nothing. So. Uh, hey, Ma. I mean, yeah, I'm a, uh, that ain't nothing, bro. That's not a record that's gonna even touch. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just it's crazy. Hey, um, yeah, Joel's Joel's. You know, he didn't speak about it on the podcast, but he just he just called out Banks. Um, Damn. I don't know, Banks. I don't think Banks will ever do this because God think, damn it, Banks. Please reply, man. Just show him how. Speaking how of crazy Banks, you can get. Speaking of Banks, we yeah. reached out. Tell I, Banks. I uh, shout out to a fan tweeting out that. Um, Big shout out. They want, they want Banks on the podcast, Diverse Mentality Podcast. Um, you, you and Banks would be. So history. yeah, I tagged I, you know, once I I quoted that tweet. Shout out to Mister Do It First yeah, on Twitter. Mister Do It First. I tagged Banks. I tagged Hovain, which is Banks' manager. Hovain responds. He said, "Bro, it's Sunday <laughs> and Father's Day." He's like, "Cool your limbs, like relax. You're gonna get everything you're asking for and more." So I don't know what that means. If that's an interview with me, or if he's just saying Banks is going to do interviews in general, who knows? I hope it's even man, if he doesn't do an interview. True, even I, if I he believe even if he doesn't do an interview with me, I hope he at least does interviews. Right. You know, it doesn't have to be with me. I prefer it to be with me, obviously, because I know I can ask him the better questions than most of these people. But you know, it is what it is. Whether he does one, doesn't do it. Whole vein. We as fans, man, we miss him. Like, yeah. Straight up. Uh, whole vein. Get him out here. Tell him to pull up, you know, whether in Atlanta, we'll go to New York if you have to. It doesn't matter to us. Um, we'd love to do an interview with Lloyd Banks. Banks is one of our favorite artists of all time. Thanks. And we just, you know, fans want to get the stories. Fans want to get a peek into Banks' life because Banks is so closed off that I think it'll help, man. It'll help a lot when it comes to music. It'll help with people enjoying him a lot more um, when it comes to all the stuff that he's doing. So, um, yeah, invitation banks pull up, and I'm the only one. By the way, I'm gonna remind you guys, 
I'm the only one to have Banks trending for a week when nobody was talking about him. Facts. Look I at the views. That. Look at the views. Joe Budden then started talking about yeah, him on yeah. podcast, and everybody started tweeting at him. Have you seen this video on you, Banks? Have you seen this video? Banks saw the video. You watched it. Yeah. He even sent me a DM. Shout out to him for watching it. You watched it. But he, he tweeted out, Banks tweeted out this. Every time you talk about me, you're going to get millions of views on YouTube. I was like, no, no, no. That was only me. Nobody else got millions of views yeah. like that. It was only me that did it. My, hold up, Banks. Hold up. Yeah, my audience is different. So that's what I'm saying. I, I think bring Banks in. We'll have a great conversation. Uh, great interview. And yeah, shout out to Hovane Banks. Let's make it happen. Big shout out. Please make it happen. We love you. Let's get into the game. So the game stopped by um, the I Am Athlete podcast. Shout out to them. And this is... We talked about this on the previous podcast episode where uh, yes, Game Game talked about uh, him being upset about uh, and finally admitting that his feelings were hurt, that he wasn't on the Super Bowl. But I want to talk about this part that he said because actually two parts that he said. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is he has more classics than, than 50 Cent. Uh, bless me. Um, what do you first let me see what you think about that and then I'm gonna play this clip that's not true why is like, it if we take off the records you do at 50 <laughs> like you have one blood you talking albums or are you just talking singles yeah what are we, are we talking songs singles or albums I'm talking I'm just talking, in general yeah like I'm talking albums that, that's, that's, that's what game is talking about that's not true man First album, to me, it's a classic, 100%. It's a fant- fantastic album. Same with the second one. It's, it's a really great album. But after that, man, come on, man. Like, you All can't, right. you don't have no classics. You, ha- you have no big hits, nothing. All right. Let's play the I mean, clip. isn't it true, though? Let's play the clip. That 50 came in and, like, wrote the documentary like well we know that's not true because i have more classic albums than him and then but what he did no it's not petty it's a, it, how, how can it be petty if it's a fact like like 50 had uh, 50 had get richard Dotron. we all know that the album like the magnitude of the album was dope yeah. at that time in hip-hop and he was a force and then he had uh the, i think the second one was like the massacre or something like that yes. and that was a pretty that was a pretty decent <laughs> album like but that. really like really on some Real hip hop, Fifty had one classic album, like right. one. Get Richard Dodge, amazing. Me, I've had several, like several, and I'm still here, right? Stop. So first, the way he dismisses the massacre, he's like, "Man, what was that second album, The Massacre?" Yeah, like get the fuck out. Of here. Like, bro, that was when you dropped your fucking album. Yeah. You know, you know what the massacre was? It was the documentary. That's really what the massacre was. Yeah. Fifty took "Hate or Love It," how we do, and those other records, West Side Story. Took him off the massacre and gave him to you. That's what the massacre was. It's the documentary. And that's what we were saying. Imagine if you would have kept those yeah, yeah. records. The massacre would have been that. bigger than Give Richard I Try and easily. 100%. 1 million percent. It well, would have sold 2.5 million first week. I'm not even questioning that. That would have been the biggest. That probably would have been the most hits an album has ever had. You probably would have had four or five number one hits off that album. Hater Love and How We Do, both number one. Candy Shop went number one. And what else was the other record? Just a little bit. Just a little bit, yeah. So four, you would have four, number one, potentially five, if you would have got Disco Inferno probably pushing, you know, because the buzz would have been even higher. Five number one records on one album. Wasn't P.I.M.P.? No, I was on Game oh, Richard. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, 
So 50, here's the thing. Game, game said, here's what the game said. Uh, you know, you know, that's not true that 50 wrote for me. Nobody's saying he wrote your whole fucking album. What 50's always said is he he gave you records that he's already. Here's the thing, and this is I wish this would come out because it would prove that 50's right and that game is just talking out of his ass. Somebody, maybe DJ Who could, if we can finally get him to do it. Mm-hmm. Somebody needs to leak those reference tracks. Remember how the Drake reference tracks leaked with uh, Quentin Miller? He was writing those records for Drake, and then the, the reference tracks leaked. Right, and then people right. were like, oh, Quentin Miller's writing for him. Those 50 Cent reference tracks with Hater Love and How We Do needs to leak. Mm-hmm. That, that means 50's on and every single know. verse. And no game on that track. That's the original yeah. track. The original track was just 50 Cent. No game at all. It was 50 on Hater Love It all over. So 50 muted his verses, muted part of his hooks to let game come into the track and do his thing. So that was a 50 Cent track, 100%. But do you... But the thing is, we don't know if it would have been that big, as big as it was. I think it would have been. A hit is a hit. I, I the think, sample was there. I, yeah, I think it would have been a huge record, but not as big. How as we do? Game. How we do would have gone off one million. The club well, record yeah, is yeah, fifty. Yeah, fifty would have nailed that. Yeah. Hit or love it, you could debate. Okay, yeah, maybe. Because probably fifty would have put a different artist in there, like somebody else or something. Nah, fifty you know never worked with other people, so I doubt he would have put anybody on that bitch. I was saying like a June artist, maybe or something. Maybe, like, maybe but, Banks would have in there. Dubs twenty twos coming around, cruise. But. 50, 50 had those as originally his singles. Um, you know, I wish those tracks, those reference tracks were leaked. Imagine hearing the original Higher Hero Love and yeah, How I'm We surprised Do. surprised that hasn't happened. Maybe maybe they just cleared it out and never never saved them. You know, that happens. But. Yeah, true. But imagine if those reference tracks leaked, game would be game would have to shut up because at that point, it's proof that 50 gave you those records. Um, mm-hmm. So, he, you know, he goes in on that. He says, you know, 50 never wrote documentary for me. That's not true. And then he says, "Oh, I got more. It's not true because I got more classes than 50. I, I feel like I feel like Game really kind of, in a way, hates that album, the first one. Yeah, he he, he always says he says I I think my second album is my better, my best album. That's what he says. And I don't blame him for that. Why he says that too? Because he did do all that shit on his own that album. Man. No, no, I, I'm, like, you I'm have making to give a, him props. Like he was in a lot. I'm, that's of That's why I'm making shit. the." A, you know, a documentary on that album. Yeah, and he made a great album. No, no. The album I, was very good. I give him props. Yeah. He had to go up against Jimmy Iovine, 50, all that Interscope. They put him on a sister label, all that. I give him props for that. He was going through hell. My point, though, is you can't just shit on 50 and say you have more classics than him because you just don't like the fact that, you know, people are saying your first album is written by 50 and that it's, you know, let's be honest here. In your career, let's just say you, you're a rapper. Would you have a classic like Get Richard I Trying or would you have a classic like the documentary? I think most people, if you were to ask that question, would say Get Richard I Trying. Yeah, for they sure. They would not say the documentary. Mm. So that's the first thing. So there you go. Knock it out. 50 has a better classic than you. Then you go to the second album. Would you want The Massacre or Doctor's Advocate? That's where the debate comes in. Yeah, a lot of people say probably Massacre, I think. Some worldwide. Would, so yeah. You know, like the United States so worldwide. Even if you have... The next albums aren't classic. I like X was a good album, but it's not a classic. Red album was a good album. Or just even... It's not a classic. Yeah, or just even put Curtis with his next album. Okay, so Curtis. LAX and Curtis. It's Curtis, huh? All day. He had I like, no, I like I like LAX a lot. Um, you think it was better than the Curtis, though? Like, you, the LAX... Forget LAX. about being fans of 50 and blah, blah, blah. Just, like... Is it better than Curtis? I mean, I, my life is one of those records. Kane's Pain with Keisha Cole was one of the records I really love. Yeah. Uh, he's had records on there. I can't remember all of them because I've been bumped in a while. But. I, I would say those those two albums, them going together, is is really yeah. Kinda evenly, I, I really 
matched, but I feel like 50s hits reached out further. Of course, of course Curtis was a bigger album. It was yeah, a way bigger album yeah. than Games. Um, but then you do fourth album, Red Album, before I self-destruct. I like the Red Album a lot. I actually, yeah. sometimes I consider his Red Album one of the best albums that he's had. Yeah, that, I really that like the album, Red Album. He just, I, I feel like his... And boys uh, put the speakers on yeah. blast. Like, he's got records yeah, he, on that he album. went hard on that. Martians vs. Goblin with Tyler, the Creator. Yeah, Red Nation with Lil Wayne. That was another yeah, record. That was a pretty good album. I was actually bumping that fairly recently. So, yeah. I don't know. Before I self-destruct and Red, then you can kind of put those together and compare. Well, but before I self-destruct was not It was a really great album. But it, was, it was a good album. I feel like, like 50 missed the mark on, on Curtis and Before I Self-Destruct. He could have done something way great with those two albums and missed it. Before I Self-Destruct, that title should have been him reflected on Hollywood like Eminem did with the Eminem show. That should have been a title where he's like, he wants to get out of this. That's what, that's what the title seems like, Before I Self-Destruct. When you think of that title... You think of Hollywood, the pressure of how all these people go crazy. And that's how he's explaining the album. 50 should have been on that album and kind of more personal about his life and how the fame affected him, how it affected his family, how it affected people around him, mm -hmm. all that shit. People wanted money. It's Baby Mama. You know the song, They Burned Me. That song yeah. explains that. That's what I feel like that album should have been that. But he failed on that. It was more about guns, this, that. And we get it. That was a miss on that album. There's artists that have misses and yeah. 50 missed. Curtis could have been another personal album. You name an album Curtis, which is your first name, 50 said yeah. it's supposed to be personal. It really wasn't. I think a Kanye West kind of fucked him up with that. I no, I mean, just yeah. 50's execution was bad on that album, too. Um, yeah, that song Smile, he put that as a bonus track. That's the most personal and best track, I think, on the album. Smile, down. I'm leaving, you know. That record was fire, and it was never on the album. So 50 missed on those two. Uh, I, I'm not really a big fan of Animal Ambition. It's all right. Um, but that's my well, point. Like is It's all right. Um the artists miss on albums. We're going to be talking about that later on. Right, Drake right. missing on albums. It happens. But have more class than 50 games. Sorry. Um, if you were here and said that to me, I would burst out laughing. See this water air. I was to spit it. That's how much I <laughs> uh, I'm being 100% honest. You can't just say those type of... Those people are just... The people on there are just keeping quiet because they're laughing deep down because I... You can't... Game does not have more classics. But things. game is definitely a better rapper. The 50, yeah. Bar 100%, for bar. But so, like a songwriter... Speaking of bar for bar, Kid Kid raps better. Than, I think Kid Kid raps just as good, if not better, than Game. And I'm stand. I know people saw that clip and were like, "You guys are trolling." I am one million percent not trolling. I 100 percent believe you put Kid Kid versus the Game bar for bar. I'm not talking yeah. about oh, hit records. God. I'm not talking about status of how big you are as an artist. Game obviously right. has more album sales, more hit records, all that. That's shit. what people were taking it. Yeah, like bar for bar. You strip all that down and you just take them bar for bar. Kid Kid can compete with game. If not, compete with him, beat him. That's the way I see it. And if you don't believe us, go listen to Kid Yeah, Kid's go listen records. to bars. Listen bar for bar. Listen to his shit. That he's boy got bars, man. Yeah, he's got bars. He so can look. shred you up like a slut. Ooh, like a cabbage. You just got yeah. yeah. So yeah. we 100%, I 100% wholeheartedly believe that. People are saying we're trolling. I was not trolling at all. Um, but yeah, game, you do not have more classes than 50. Uh, even if you do, you'll never have as big of a classic as Give or Try Trying ever in your career. If Dramatic drops right now and does 500,000 first week, and it, uh, all these reviews, it will not be what Give or Try Trying. He better not disappoint us with the Dramatic. All this hype, he, yeah. All this hype, all this best album out. The best, I'm the excited. Best, I the can't best. wait. Yeah, it, I'm excited. I'm really excited for this album. Like, because he's saying a lot of shit, you know, and he's his confidence is a whole nother level with this album. So, and he's got some. Dope ass features. He's got a chip NBA on his shoulder. Boy. He's got a chip on his shoulder. Ace. That's the thing. He's got a yeah. chip on his shoulder. He's mad yeah, about yeah. the Super Bowl thing. He's mad about the Rolling Stone list. He's mad yeah. about all these artists that left him out of the top 100 rappers list, top 50 rappers, top 20. 
he's taken all that and he's put into one album, which is yeah. good. That creates great music. Yeah. So I'm excited for the album. I want to see what it's about. I, I think he's going to go bar for bar on the album like insane. And he's going to diss some people. I know one million percent. He's Man. probably going to diss Eminem. Drill. Yeah, so it's probably uh, it's probably going to diss Eminem a few times too. He's going to be like, Eminem, you ain't shit. You come to my... Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, the game. Yeah, well, definitely not more classics than uh, 58. Good luck. XXL Freshman 2022. Only reason I want to talk about this is because I have no, I only know like three artists from this. I forgot to pull this up. Yeah. So uh, the, the magazine article list came out. Uh, the people on there are Baby Tron, Koshice, Saucy Santana, Babyface Ray, Ken the Man, Sofago. Big Scar, Big 30, Kasai, Doshi, Kali, and Narda Wick. There are only three artists that I know from this. I only know, I know Narda Wick, because of Who Wants Smoke Woody. From the album, actually check out the album, it's pretty good. I know Big 30 and Big Scar. That's it. I don't know any of these other artists. Brand new. Uh, I got recommended a few of them, but uh, Babyface Ray is one I got recommended. Uh, who else? I think it was a Sofuego. Check some of these guys out. So these are new, new artists. And the crazy thing about this is this list didn't make a lot of noise. People didn't really care about it. This is one of the first XXL freshman covers that nobody really cared about. Yeah. Uh, arguing crazy. about or saying, oh, this person belonged here. I didn't see much of it. Uh, maybe this this list isn't having the impact that it once had. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this list never dictated uh, who's going to pop off and who isn't. Right, right. You know, um, Drake was never on it. And look at Drake. Uh, yeah. Nikki was never on it. I think Nikki was on it, maybe, but a lot of artists weren't on it, and they just popped off. It doesn't really matter. This is just something that like XXL and the industry kind of feels is gonna pop off. And most of these artists don't make it, um, mm-hmm. like popping. Maybe two or three, at best five, yeah, half of them. Record here and there, but yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's it for the XXL version. New music, man. We got a lot to talk about this. Let's start with singles first, and then we'll go to albums. Uh, Chance the Rapper, Joey Badass, The Highs and Lows. Chris Brown with WizKid, Call Me Every Day. I heard this record's dope. I gotta check it out. Chris Brown is working with WizKid. That's what Drake should have been working. Uh, Lupe Fiasco, Drill Music and Zion. Uh, two tracks on there. Key Glock, I mean, K Flock and Fabio Foreign make a movie. Damn, some of these tracks I haven't checked out yet. Gotta check these out. And that's it for singles. Um, albums. Let's get into it, man. Let's get into it. <laughs> so we yeah. had four, at least four albums that I paid attention to. There are more that dropped, but these are the four that I listened. Besides one of them, I didn't listen to all of them, uh, to all the tracks because it was a long, a long album. I think you guys already know what I'm talking about. Let's get into it. Uh, Drake, honestly, never mind. Surprise album drops 14 tracks, lone feature, 21 Savage. Uh, you got Logic. Vinyl Days, 30-track album, features from Wes Khalifa, Russ, Langston Bristol, Currency, uh, Big Leno, uh, I Am Jamars, Royce the Five Nine, RZA, a bunch of people did you premiere the game. Uh, then you got the Gucci Man is So Icy, but this one, we're, this is just like the deluxe version of it. And then Kevin Gates' Casa, his third studio album. 19 tracks, one lone feature, which is Juicy J, which is that old track, uh, Thinking With My Dick, that came out in 2013. Yeah. And he did put that on there because it's popping on TikTok and it's a, it's a booster for the album. And then West Side Boogie, more black superheroes. Uh, features from Storm, Storm Ford, Mommy, Soldier Boy, uh, 
Kalani for a mommy again. Snoop Dogg. Uh, yeah. So the four albums we're going to be talking about. Drake, Kevin Gates, West Side Boogie, and Logic. West Side Boogie. Oh, I forgot about that. You didn't listen to it? Nope. Damn, bad. that's the best one out of all. For real? Yep. I got to check that out. Um, for me. So let me, let me, let me, let me do my list. Um, West Side Boogie gets the best album out of these releases. I know people are going to be like, you're Eminem Bias, Shady Records. Mm. No, I actually, I'm not really a big fan of West Side Boogie, but people are saying, listen to it. And I was like, you know what? Why not give it a while? I'm listening to all these albums. Let me just listen to this too. <clears throat> the album's titled More Black Superheroes. Very, very well executed album. And even gave Soldier Soldier Boy actually stepped up his bars featured on this. No way. He actually killed it. Soldier Boy record? Yeah, it's featuring Soldier Boy. Can't even lie. It's a dope record. Nice. Uh, I love this. I love this project. I think out of out of the twelve tracks, I think I like like eight or nine. So let me see. Killer mode. I liked. Stuck. I like nonchalant. I liked. Um, I can't even lie with Soldier Boy. I I liked. I think something strange. Windows down and Anthony. I think the LOL SMH two. I don't know if that was a record I like. Some of these tracks I, I listened to this once, so I was trying to keep um, track of which ones. But for the most part, you know, eight to nine out of twelve tracks I enjoyed. Production was amazing. Westside yeah. Boogie can rap, delivery, flow, all that shit. This guy is something. I think this is one of Eminem's best signings in a while. Nice. Uh, the, he had Yellow Wolf. He had Slaughterhouse. All these people. Obviously, 50 is the best one. But um, Westside Boogie's up there, man. I think I think Westside Boogie has a real chance to become something huge. Uh, just they got to push him a lot more. They got to give him a lot more budget. Eminem needs to be behind him a lot more. Shady Records as a label needs to be behind him a lot more. Great album, man. I think it's the best album to drop out of all these these four that we mentioned. No way. Yeah. Wow. The yeah. second album for me is Kevin Gates' Cosm. Of course, I'm a huge Kevin Gates fan. Been waiting for this album for a while. I like that album. Uh, no features at all. Just him. Uh, they asked him, why didn't you have any features? He said, I reached out to some people that never responded. He's like, okay, so I'll just do it myself. Damn, no way. Yeah. Some. You know, Holy shit, that's crazy. Yeah. People have him. That's what I'm saying. This industry is bull. Man, music industry is a bunch of people. Just if you're not popping or if you're not the guy that did the, the, the dick ride, they'll ignore the shit out of you. And Kevin Gates doesn't give a fuck. He said, "I'll do it myself." Wow. And he sounds way, to my opinion, he sounds way better by himself. I really don't like features on his album. When he does features for other artists, it sounds good. Yeah, very. Good. Yeah. yeah, he kills. When he does features, when he has features on his albums, it does not sound that good. I don't like it for some reason. Just doesn't. If work. we ever meet him, we gotta tell him that. Yeah, he's. Uh, so I like the intro track. I like I'm in love. I like PTOE. I like uh, body. I like scar. Actually, no, not body. Uh, scars. I like scars. Yeah. Uh, shoot my. Sh I think it was mine or shoot. No, shoot my shot. Up and downs. Truth be told, free at last. Black clouds, and that's really about it. Um, yeah. So let me see how many tracks that one, two, three, four, five. Free six, at last. Did you pick that one? Seven, eight. Yeah. That one's good. So ten tracks, ten tracks out of nineteen. Yeah, yeah. I don't I'm, actually. I'm not gonna count the thinking with my dick. That's an old track. They just added as a bonus. I don't, even, to be honest, like that record. It's an old track, anyways. Yeah. It doesn't count. It's a 2013 mixtape track. They just added on there. I don't count that. 18 it's tracks. 18, yeah. So I like ten out of 18. Yep. That's pretty good. Um, yeah, you pretty much have the same records as me. Yeah. Um, great album. Very good. Is it better than the last two? I don't think so right now. I really like I'm Him. I think people yeah. slept on that. Uh, Icebox is on that record is amazing. Um, 
I think his mixtapes are way better. Luca Brassi 3 is my favorite project from Kevin Gates. The best one, period. Well, here's the thing with Kevin Gates, though. I'm never disappointed in anything he drops, really. Yeah. Like, you true. see when, like, like people were like, if Drake, yeah. we even got disappointments from Drake. Yeah. But when Kevin Gates drops, like, yeah. mixtape or album, yeah. you can't say, like, oh, this shit was trash. Like, yeah. or this shit sucked. Yeah. I've never said, yeah. never he drops, my mind. He drops, he drops consistently good projects. Exactly. Now, are they yeah. great? Are they classics? To me, I think Luca Brassi 3, to me, is a classic. I I love that fucking mixtape. That mixtape is perfection to me, the way he executed it. Now, other people won't agree. They'll be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Whatever. I don't care. That's my opinion. Does he drop? He drops consistently good to great albums yes. and mixtapes. That's the good thing about him. You can rely on him to drop something. So, I enjoyed the album. I think it's his worst album out of the two that he's dropped, but... That doesn't mean it's a bad album. Okay. You know, you can drop something where you don't like it as much as the previous ones, but it's not a bad album. I give it maybe out of 10, like a score, 7.5 to 8. Yeah, um, 7 between 7 and 8. Yeah, there. maybe, yeah. High 7 close yeah, to 8. Maybe 7.5. I'll give it 7.5. Yeah. Um, Very good album. I yeah. liked it. Like, it was not something like, ah, make me skip this. or Like, like the West Side Boogie. Like West Side Boogie, I give him 8, probably 8.5. Very great album. Interesting. Um, I will check it out. Then you got Logic. Logic dropped uh, the vinyl, vinyl days. Yeah, I've listened to probably ten tracks, maybe eleven. I couldn't listen to thirty tracks, man. I got. I'm, I'm gonna be one hundred percent. Thirty is too many tracks. A lot of them, most of them, some are a lot of skits. Just talking. One is yeah, yeah. Skits, I, skit, skit. Yeah, I, I don't you know, remember like exactly. Five seconds of. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so I hear forty-seven, forty-five. Some of them are nineteen seconds. Yeah. So yeah, some of these are just skits. So I don't remember exactly when I stopped. I probably stopped maybe when Russ. I remember hearing Russ. So probably around the Wiz Khalifa, like Breathe Control. All I know is that. But sounds phenomenal. He came out of retirement. Clearly, he's hungry again. He wants to prove something to people. Love the album. I think it's it's something I got to digest a little bit. Obviously, I got to listen to the rest of it, listen to it more. But I love the album. Yeah, um, he went hard on the album. Yeah, I don't have a specific score because I haven't finished it completely. But... A lot of people, I noticed, liked the album a lot. Yeah. A lot of comments were great, which yeah. I agree, man. He went in on the album. Like he was lyrically going crazy. And then he had that song with Wiz Khalifa. You know, he did the song, and then towards the end. Breath Control. Yeah, I think it was Breath Control. Yeah, yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, Breath Control. He was killing it. And then he changed his flow to Mesmerized Beat. Yeah. And he was rapping on that and killing yeah, it. Yeah, that's sick. Like, he just, if you haven't heard that, you got to check that out. Uh, but th these were my favorite record. Orville, I guess I love it. Uh, with the game record, I guess I love it. With the game record was really nice. Decades in my lifetime, White Black Boy, Clouds, Therapy Music. Both those artists killed it. All the, you know. Yeah. Breath Control, he was fucking killing it in that shit. And Transition. Yeah, when he did that transition to Mesmerize, that was fucking amazing. And, uh, yeah, his features were good, too, man. Yeah. Russ killed it. Game killed it. Yeah, uh, I, didn't listen. I didn't even know Game was featured on it. And yeah. then the album felt like, it didn't even feel like an album. It felt more like a mixtape, in a way. Yeah. And the, 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 the music sounds like, it just make you feel like you're in the 80s, too, with some beats and styles yeah. and shit like that. Yeah, it was, it was fucking crazy, man. It was, uh, I'm not a big fan of this guy, but... This album, when I heard it, I was like, man, I've been sleeping on this guy. Yeah, I don't really listen to Logic yeah. like that. And he's like, 
a lot. You know, I enjoy a lot Flex, of Flex. What's his what the guy? Flunk Master Flex. Yeah. yeah, he was on the. So it felt like a mixtape in a way. Every time I kept I mean, hearing it, it probably out. is. I don't know. Yeah. Nowadays, you can't even tell. You know, he's just like talking shit. And then Morgan Freeman is on there, like yeah. skit. And Logic some other there. people, or I can't remember who, but. So it is uh, an album. Okay. Yeah, man. It was just like he just killed. It was very coherent, man. Drake. Uh, honestly, never mind. So surprise, seventh album. 14 tracks. <laughs> this is like the album that I really did not listen much to, surprisingly, because I listened to all the Drake. Um, I listened to the album. These are the only tracks I like from it. Sticky. Yeah. Tie the Binds. And Jimmy Cooks. That's what I'm saying. Three tracks oh, out of 14. But I mean, you understand why he dropped this album, right? In a way, he's, he's trying Here, to I, I really want to talk about this because... I always see this bullshit ass excuse when it comes to Drake. Every time this guy drops an album that isn't that good, there's always an excuse for it with Drake fans. This album drops. Bad album. Most people, majority on people are saying it's a bad album. People are posting signs in the clubs. Yeah, they literally, yeah, this Drake (laughs) album sucked. Drake had to go on his Instagram and defend his own album. You guys just don't get it right now. Damn. That's it. When you have to, as an artist, go defend your own album, it's a bad album. It's okay. It's a, that's the thing. I commend, here's the thing I commend Drake for, for trying something new. Straight up. You have to commend an artist for trying something new. But in my opinion, he missed completely. He should have got more house music people like WizKid. Remember when they did the track, One Dance? That was with WizKid. It was a fucking amazing track. That's a house music track. And what did it do? Became number one. It was a great hit record. That's what you got to get is house music people on your album. He did yeah. have the executive producer, the guy. What's his name? Uh, what's that guy's name? Forget his name. But he was a house music guy. Huge in the house music section of the world. He had him as executive producer. Cool. You should have had more house music people. This album was a miss. He tried. He failed miserably. It happens. My point just goes to prove that Listen to Kendrick Lamar's album. They're different every time he drops. You know how hard that is to do and to make it right, to make it a hit, to make it a great album? Yeah. Even though if people didn't like Mr. Morale and Big Step, it'll just like people say, ah, oh, it's all right album. He keep, every time he drops an album, it's something new. So Drake finally did that, and he missed. It happens. Artists miss their execution. Drake, J. Cole did that with For Your Eyes Only. I think that was a huge miss on him when he made that album. I get the point of it. It was a great concept. Execution was poor. That's the same thing with this album. I hate when people try to defend this album by saying, you have to be at the beach. You have to be at this. You have to be with this girl. You have to be with this to, to enjoy this album. No. If you, if you, do I have to wear a bulletproof vest and guns to go enjoy Get Rich or Die Trying? Do I have to go in the trenches of Queens, New York, and I have to, I have to be to. in the trenches? Fuck like, it, we have do I have to, to be with Lil Dirk to enjoy 722? I have to be in Chicago in the yeah, trenches yeah. shooting and killing to enjoy an album. No. You don't have to. That's... That's they have to be a Michael Jackson thriller. The people, the people say, "Oh, we have to be at the club to enjoy this album." No, it's a fucking classic because you can tell when an album is a good album. I wear the glove. Yeah, that's my. You can tell when an album is a good album. I hate these excuses they make for Drake every time he drops. You don't understand it. You have to be here. You have to be like this. I get it. Music sometimes it changes your mood when you're in different areas. It does do that. But that's only for a song or two. That's not for the whole fucking album. Not one of these songs, sticky. It's probably gonna be one of those albums that's gonna the club is gonna do yeah, good. Yeah, that's one song. And the one with the Twenty Seven Savage. People like. Yeah, it maybe two, like, maybe two to three tracks out of the album, but it's a yeah. bad overall album. 
Like, I don't know why people... The album's going to only sell about 210 to 230,000 copies. Mm, Most people say it's good numbers. But, but it's straight, but nine months ago, is. nine months ago, Drake did 600 to 700,000 copies of Certified Lover Boy. Wow. <laughs> so nine months later, you only do 200,000. Clearly, people don't like this album. It's okay. That's, that's, it's fine. I don't understand. People are trying to explain, oh, he's doing house music because he wants to be worldwide. He wants to be a big artist. Cool. He might be, he might be doing that. That's good. That's good to get out of your comfort zone and drop an album that is something different. I respect it. I respect you thinking globally around the world. People are saying, oh, you've never traveled outside of America. That's why you only like this type of music. No, it has nothing to do with that, man. Yeah, it's just, yeah, we, we're just not used to hearing this type of music from Drake. So we just think it's bad. But for some people that like this type of style of music, they're going to love it. I can argue against that too. Yeah. But no, no, I can argue against that too. Yeah. Go to whoever's big in house music. Go listen to their albums. I bet you, you will walk out of that and join the album 10 million times more than Drake. Okay, so then why did we have Cole and whoever those other people were? I can't remember. They said this is a phenomenal album. Because they're dick riding. You really they're think scared. Cole is dick riding? Or all these- Cole and Drake were hanging out. Drake was literally at the court side at his okay. basketball game. They're friends. What is Cole, Jay Cole going to say? Come out and be like, this shit is trash. No. <laughs> no, bro, you could have done better than this. Nah, he's that, not going to say that's, that. That's going to cause problems. He's not going to say that. Get the fuck out of Then you're a pussy. He's, he's, he's either going to dick ride. Look at LeBron. LeBron usually, LeBron usually relaxes, reacts to every album. He didn't react to this album because he knows he's straight ass. <laughs> LeBron reacts to every album. The fact that LeBron has to say shit no, shows that it's a bad that. album. So my point is, if you have to defend an album and say, hey, it needs to be played here. It needs to be played like this. It needs to be played. It's a bad album. It's okay. It happens. Now, will this album grow on some people? Yeah, it might grow on some people. Yeah, it might. But it's not, it's not a good album. If you listen to house music, go listen to the people that are good at house music. WizKid is one of those people. WizKid executes house music amazing. That's why he's huge globally. Dominates. But Drake is not that, and it's okay. The music is just, the, the singing is bad. It was just like, I love you tonight. Yeah, it was bad. Come one of them is like, I want your pussy calling. Like, pussy calling my name. It was name. so bad. Yeah, it was a oh, bad album. Um. Yeah, man, everybody's trying to defend it. Stop trying to defend it. It's a bad album. It happens. It's all good, Drake. We still love you. Exactly. You can actually, he's missed to me two, ta- two albums in a row. So uh, you miss one more album, Drake, and it's three strikes and you're out. And I'm, Sir, I'm not, Lover Boy was, was a way bad better album. Than that. Way better than this. That's because of more hip hop route. <laughs> yeah. But it's not that good of an album. It still wasn't a good album compared to his other albums. So if albums. he drops the next one, it's trash. It's three strikes, you're out. I think people should check Everybody's, out at that point. At, he needs to retire. Yeah. Retire yeah. for five years. Five Take years. Some time out, yeah. You have enough money to go around the world and just do some shit and come back and then you just let us after know. After signing you, that $400 million years, yeah, deal, I, mean, I don't think he's going to... What you experienced in... After $400 million signing deal, he's not going to retire for a while. You're going to hear this guy for the next 10 years still. Goddamn. Um, I, yeah, it's a bad execution. It happens. It's all good. Oh, you know, no. I give this album maybe 2 out of 10. Maybe <laughs> 1.5. Goddamn! Are you serious? <laughs> 2 out of 10? How many tracks do you like of them? Three? At least say three out of ten. <laughs> Jeez. God damn. Damn, son. Nah, it's bad. Drake, you fucked up. Bro. Yeah, it's a bad Drake album. Drake giving you a two uh, out of ten. Honestly, never mind. I've never listened to this album. Honestly, never mind. I've never listened to this album. That's why he named it. Yeah, he just knew never mind. Say, yeah. Like, never mind. Just never this mind. Shit trash. Nah, he explained why he called it that. <laughs> it was dedicated to Virgil because Virgil like house music cool, but this is a bad dedication this to him. Just, even Virgil's probably like, man, this shit trash. <laughs> probably looking down like, what, what the, the fuck, fuck you man? Do better than this. You're dedicating this bullshit to me. <laughs> but he did announce Scary Hours uh, 3 is coming, which is that EP that he drops. Oh, um, shit. Yeah. So he said later on he's going to drop that, which is three tracks. Um, 
Yeah, remember the scary yeah. hours EPs yeah, you dropped? Give us fleece fat. No. Nah. Fuck um, he said he's going to go at some people. He said, I'm coming for the head tops again, so I don't know what he's going to do, but damn. hopefully. He dropped this album, by the way, on Kendrick Lamar's birthday, so um, I don't know if he's doing direct shots at him, trying to call somebody out or do something like this, but... Um, oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, so... By the way, Nipsey, dog, damn, what the fuck? Yeah, that video is crazy. Um, yeah, man, not a great album. It's all good, Jersey. Uh, the ranking for me is Westside Boogie, Kevin Gates, Logic, Drake. That's my ranking. Um, yeah, let's get the album sales. BTS, which is a huge Korean pop group, Proof, they dropped their album, sold 308,000 copies first week, debuted at number one. Whoa! Shout out to them. Bad Bunny, still doing over 100,000. It's been about a couple weeks. Bro, I, he's the biggest artist right now in the world. Straight up. Yeah. Doug, like... This oh, guy, like, he's guy fucking crazy. And, he, and that album, I heard a few records. Holy shit. Dominate. All the females All the love. bad bitches love him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, all the bad bitches. You don't listen to Bad Bunny, you fucking if, up. If you don't listen to Bad Money, you a stupid <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah, you fucking Sit up. Sit your ass down, boy. Look how big he is. Look, Come he dropped a video. He dropped a video two weeks ago, music two video. Billion. 101 million views in two weeks. Bad yeah, bunny. Is, by the way, <laughs> like a year ago, he dropped a, a video. It has 1.1 billion I, I views. I fucking love Bad Bunny. This that name is no. He's he's fuck. right now. He is the biggest artist in the world right now. Um, straight up, you know, bro. Yeah. He makes the, the clubs go insane with this motherfucker. Yeah, that Drake record, Bad Bunny, is 1.3 billion views. Jeez, yeah. Bad Bunny. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. The guy, the guy is I just dominating. This. Huge artists. You know. Let me see. Uh, this is oh, it's probably gonna get copyright. What? There's there's a song that's so catchy and so. Good I had, now. yeah. That we can't. They're gonna copyright. Oh the my fuck god! I'm about to play it after this, bro. I thank you for reminding me about this album. Thank you, Daily Hits. Yeah, he's still selling, still doing numbers. So shout out to. I don't really uh, listen to Bad Bunny, but. Damn, it's all over, man. When I was going oh, to New yeah. York, you're just bad bunny, bad bunny. I'm like, yeah, right now, right now, he is the biggest global artist in the world. There's no debate in that right now. There's nobody that, that can match him right now worldwide. Wow, not even Drake? Drake's not that big worldwide, bro. Are you serious? Not man? like Bad Bunny. Get the fuck Look out at the here, views. Bro. Look at the views. Maybe right Look now, at the, the views. views. Yes, the, the views right now is Bad Bunny can pass Yeah, that. so. Yeah, but. I'm saying right now, who Drake, is the biggest. Bro, worldwide, everybody, man. Nah, the fucking bro. politicians know Drake. Nah. Drake? Nah. Come on, dude. Nah. Drake? Bad Bunny's bigger. I mean. No, I, I think. I think right, now, right now. Right now. Right now. He's a little bit more like. Flying higher, but. But Drake, come on, man, bro. I, I, I've not met nobody that doesn't know Drake or doesn't know a song or doesn't. I mean, Bad Bunny's a new, pretty new, fairly new artist, so give him some time. But he is, right now, globally, I'm talking yeah. worldwide. No, no, of course. I, I think he's, he's... He's fucking popping right now. He's I think, in, in my country, he's popping yeah, in I the think, clubs. I mean, when I went to whatever Cabo, all I could fucking yeah. hear is Bad Bunny. But, dude, the guy is amazing. He's so talented. It's ridiculous. Every, every, every song he drops a hit. Here's my proof. He's got... Well, this is actually an... Uh, and hey, but shout out to all the his, his, you know, Hispanics, man. They 12 they, time diamond award. God. For 200 miles per hour. But this times? is, yeah, 12 times. But this is, I think, the Latin, Latin version. I don't know how much Latin diamond is. How many sales is that? I don't give a shit. That's a lot. Yeah, but he has another one. He has here uh, three times multi platinum. He's got 11 times another diamond one. And his artwork is so weird. Another though. diamond. He's got two diamonds. That's what I'm saying. This guy's this worldwide. Guy is, this guy's not just a joker. Bad yeah, see, I think Latin's different. 50 times diamond award. Latin's different, but 50 times diamond. Well, you could say they're over 1 million. US. Oh, easily. Yeah. Easily. easily, yeah. Um, Probably even like three. 
Let me see. Let me see how I'm much. I'm telling you, bro. How much sales is the guy is fucking insane? Let's see. Look, everything he's got over 100 million views, over 50 million. Everything. Also, if you go with Diamond, you sold over 600,000 units in Latin America. Oh, if you sold over 600,000, so you the, go Diamond. The, the one with Drake, he did 50 times, so that's about four times platinum. Yeah, four times platinum, just that song. Yeah, in so America versus America. You see how the certifications are completely different, though? Yeah. Yeah, in America, sales like are way harder to get. Well, they, they, they do that because it's less yeah, yeah. people and you yeah. know, whatever. Actually, yeah. No, it's just less people purchase. Yeah. You know, America's more of like consume, yeah. consuming. consuming. They, they pile a lot of records. But mm-hmm. Bad Bunny. Uh, still number two, Bad Bunny, 131,000 copies. It's probably going to go, Congrats you know, Bad Bunny, uh, double, triple, platinum, whatever. Harry Styles, Harris, uh, Harry's House, number three with 91,000 copies. Post Malone, 12 carat toothache, number four with 59,000 copies. Future, I Never Liked You, number five with 56,000 copies. Morgan Wallen, Dangerous the Double Album, number six with 52,000 copies. Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, number seven with 41,000 copies. Carrie Underwood, uh, Underwood debuted at number eight with Denim and Rhinestones at 32,000 copies. Motion and White debuted at number nine with 31,000 copies. Says a Control debuted at number 10 with 31,000 copies. That might be the deluxe version. I don't know. I think that's been out for a while. Jack Carlo, Come Home, The Kids Miss You, number 13 with 28,000 copies. XXXTentacion, The Look at Me album, number 15, debuted at 26,000 copies. Drake Certified Loverboy, number 16 with 25,000 copies. Hello, Dirk, 7220. By the way, he's dropping the deluxe version next Friday, so it's going to boost it up the charts. Yeah. Number 18 with 23,000 copies. Little Baby, My Turn, number 21 with 19,000 copies. Um, just keep going down. Gun Ideas Forever, number 30 with 16,000 copies. Pop Smoke, True for the Stars, Aim for the Moon, number 31 with 16,000 copies. Kendrick Lamar, Good Kid, Mad City, number 34 with 15,000 copies. We're uh, going down. Rod Wave, Soulfly, number 42 with 13,000 copies. Kendrick Lamar, Damn, number 47 with 13,000 copies. Polo G Hall of Fame, number 48 with 13,000 copies. That's interesting. So shout out to Bad Bunny, man. Killing it. Uh, I got to show you the song right now. Yeah. That's it for this episode of the Diverse Mentality Podcast, number 151. We thank you for the support. Go check out the Kid Kid interview if you haven't yet. Really dope interview. Uh, Hopefully we get Lloyd Banks on here. They're not bullshit when they say that. Really dope. Uh, PS5 giveaway. I guess we're still (laughs) giving it away. After two people haven't try. claimed Third it, times a charm. I'm surprised I haven't received messages back from these guys either. That's like the first guy never has never responded. If they ever find out, they're gonna be the so pissed. Yeah, I hope they're okay, man. I hope nothing happened because yeah, they're not yeah, responding too, to. Yeah. Who knows? You know, uh, you never know what could happen. Um, so that was that might be a cursed PS5. Then, if God forbid, if those two people passed away and they I'm, won, I'm burning that bitch. Yeah, that would be crazy. I don't know. I'm just I'm just throwing shit at them. Yeah, right. so yeah let me stop. Let me stop saying that. Us, yeah. yeah, please. Guys. Uh, thank you guys for supporting. Diverse Mentality Podcast, Spotify, Deezer, Pocket Cast, YouTube, all that. Have an amazing night, day, whenever you're listening to this. And peace. Man, we love y'all. Y'all the best, man. Straight up. Rich gang. Peace.